0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. And if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure that you like, make sure that you subscribe to the channel as we continue to try to move towards 3,000 subscribers. Um, we'll just keep on putting up new landmarks as we hit them. I appreciate all of you that are um subscribed to the YouTube channel, but I also know cuz of my analytics I still have a ton of people out there who have not subscribed. And so, if you like what I do with this podcast, if you like um, the, the the breakdowns that I do on, on football when, you, when we start getting into some more basketball stuff, if you like the basketball content that I bring um, draft stuff make sure that you're following the channel because it will all funnel through there, if you go there right now or if you're on here right now, make sure you also check out my play breakdown that I did of the play action wheel concept that North Dakota State used to really, really put it to James Madison. I appreciate all of the support. I appreciate all of the love, but I'll take some more. It's one of those things where you've heard the the phrase, the road to hell is is paved with good intentions. I remember when I was younger, I didn't really understand what that meant. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, how could your good intention be bad? As we get older, we begin to realize things a lot better than we did before. And the one thing that I know is sometimes your intent can be fantastic. Your intent can be to do good. But the result of that intent, depending upon how you do it, can have extremely negative consequences. Let's take example for, let's take for example, a starting quarterback. Um, Especially in the NFL you hear, or you just hear it talked about with, on quarterbacks all over. Well, you know, as the leader, the quarterback is the leader of the team. And so when things go wrong, the quarterback can't point blame. The quarterback has to kind of take it on his on his shoulders he gets all of the credit when things go well but he gets all of the scrutiny when things go poorly but sometimes a quarterback performs a quarterback or a team has a bad game and it has absolutely nothing to do with the quarterback and so in those times in those times the quarterback takes the responsibility hey you know what I've got to be better, I got to get my guys ready, we've got to be better, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do better in the future. Well, what happens when that quarterback constantly takes that blame, when that quarterback is the one that is taking all of the arrows, even though it's not necessarily that quarterback's fault? Well, you all know what happens. People start to think, well, that quarterback's not that good. Right, I mean, I'm not making this up. This is what happens when the quarterback takes responsibility for things that are really not his responsibility. When he tries to be the the good soldier, if you will, when he tries to do what he believes is the right thing or what she believes is the right thing. Sometimes you can be vilified for that. And if you're vilified for it, if people believe that it is your fault because you've essentially led them to believe that it's your fault, then the results can end up being that they want you out of there. Hey, we gotta get a new quarterback. This quarterback doesn't get it done. This quarterback is not the guy. Well, if it's not your fault your good intentions to try to take the um the heat off of others to try to take the blame from others has now backfired and now you have to stand in the crosshairs because of it you have to stand in the crosshairs because of it you have to be the one that takes on and now you might find yourself out of a job sometimes you just have to and i talked about this yesterday right sometimes you just have to tell the truth hey you know um my receivers dropped seven balls today i'm never going to give up hope on them but they need to be better ha guess what that's not going to be popular but is it true absolutely now you probably won't say that you probably wouldn't say that out loud but that doesn't mean you have to take the blame. How many times have we seen coaches when their team is clearly not good, the coach take the responsibility? Hey, I've got to get our guys ready to play. All of the coach speak that we have all been raised in this in this profession to do. Hey, we've got to be better. We got to, we got to coach our guys up. Me and the staff, we're going to do a better job. We're going to keep plugging away. We'll get this thing righted. But you know in your heart, your team's just not good. For whatever reason. Right? For whatever reason. You may not have as much talent. Um, you may understand that those, those, those young men or women are just not bought in. It all comes back to you anyway. So you're like, I'm just gonna take the blame. Instead of just pointing out the obvious, hey, listen, you know, we're just not a good, we're just not a good football team right now. We'll keep working, we'll keep trying to get better, but we are not a good football team. You see how the narrative is slightly different then? It's not necessarily all on you. Because again, as a coach, this is a profession. This is a profession. You're supposed to be getting paid to do this. And so if it's a profession and you're supposed to be getting paid to do this, then why would you ever put yourself in a position where you won't get paid? That doesn't make any sense. What makes more sense is to state the obvious, hey, we're not very good. And then to stand on it and go, I, I, we, us will get better. How many times in a relationship have you just taken the blame in order to get the, in order to get the argument out the way? Right? There's an argument going on. It's a back and forth. You don't really want to engage. So you go, Hey, that's on me. And you think that you're doing the right thing. You believe, you believe that You're just dead in the conversation. Meanwhile, in that other person's mind, they've given you the blame. For something that may not have even been or may not have been your responsibility, may not have been something that you caused. It might be something completely within them. But because you've given them the license, they're going to now blame you because you gave them the license because you made it possible. See, we do these things all the time and we don't even really realize it because our intent is good. Our intent is to not cause harm or conflict or issues for someone else. We feel, and this is the hubris of us, we feel as if we're strong enough to hold it all. We feel as if we're strong enough to be able to take whatever it is the, the, the life can 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 deal out to us because you know we're built for this. If you listen to the podcast a couple of days ago, some people are just built for this. But guess what? A lot of us believe that we're built for it, but we're not. A lot of us are not ready to take the fallout from what comes when the good intentions go bad. And then we feel intact. We feel as if we were wrong. I can tell you personally, there have been times where good intentions have gone bad. As a coach, it happens. And when it happens, I have to be ready to to pivot. So the thing I'll tell you is, make sure that you're ready when the intentions don't match what you hope it would. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree. But whatever you do, keep it spicy. Peace.